Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. fun it's so fun (laughs) (sighs) where do we even begin i don't know where to begin with this one (laughs) there was i howled this episode like there was so many laugh laugh aloud lol moments if you will for me (laughs) yeah it was just brilliant so this is um bake-off episode eight i've got i've written it down as eight i believe party week Party week, and it was the quarterfinal, which I find very strange because quarterfinals, surely there should be four of them, but there's not this five. Um, I it's know, all because weird. they have three in the final, don't they? But yeah. I do agree with you that it seems odd. Quint, 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 quinterfinal. <laughs> <laughs> but this is great. I, I love the fact that going from last week where um, I think we were at struggling to like any of the bakes this week every time they said this is the next bake or this is what we're doing next it's like yes I love it all <laughs> it sounded like a dream honestly I was um uh, yeah at sausage rolls as a veggie I don't mm-hmm. eat a, a normal pork sausage roll very often but I love the um the classic Greg's vegan sausage roll. Yeah. And that those sausage rolls, fucking hell, they oh looked, my God. they were beefy. <laughs> they were amazing. Although there is one I'm going to complain about. Okay, I'm interested. Sure. I mean, okay. we haven't even got on to the Collins, but we'll get to the Collins. <laughs> God. Oh yeah, I have questions to ask you about that. Um, I right, well, I've actually got a quiz for you. Oh, okay. have you? I might know the answer. Yeah, this is may have gone to the same. Strapping, have we? (laughs) Possibly. Okay. Right. Okay. (laughs) Week eight party bakes quarterfinal. Let's bring on the signature jingle. It's time for the signature. Signature. Signature time. It's signature time. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So here we are. Sausage rolls. Okay. Sausage rolls. So chuffed about this. So chuffed. I think this is a fabulous thing for them to do so really cool so uh yeah it's just again it's harking back to it's harking back to all the stuff that you were saying earlier in this series about this episode I feel like they made stuff that you would actually make that you can imagine some Mm. person watching who's actually going to be asked to do this not me personally but maybe you Esther someone (laughs) might actually watch that and be like go on I'll make a call in for the or I'm just I'm just 
caterpillar cake name for my (laughs) child's birthday party and sausage rolls same vibes it's like I can actually imagine going away and making a sausage roll from scratch because it looked quite fun it looked so much better than anything that you're going to get in the shops yes and it felt it felt real it felt it felt legit it did feel I was so pleased it was definitely going back to kind of older (laughs) series of bake-off where it was like do a Victoria sponge and do a wedding cake or whatever this to have this kind of like you know all of these bakes like I actually cheered when it got to the middle one (laughs) I was so like yes this is so cool I I loved it so much (coughs) but with these sausage rolls I have got there were two contentious issues here for me (gasps) and one of them was Dan's one, which almost made me want to puke in my hands. But mixing up. Oh, of, did it? Yeah. The mixing up of prawn, of prawn and, and pork. pork. Oh, God. It just, it was yeah. so wrong. I have seen that around in quite a lot of like pan Asian stuff that people will make like a prawn and pork dumpling or there'll be a <laughs> prawn and pork ramen or something. But I do agree that I think. I've I've obviously never tasted it and it does seem mm. a bit strange. This well yeah, <clears throat> I think you're being much better than me. I I have never tasted it. But I I I feel it's quite unlikely that I would. I think just think no, fair. The, the smooshing. Absolutely fair. The smooshing of those things and what what was essentially the kind of the mincing of the prawn. I mean, I it was all just yeah, the minced wrong. prawn is not the yeah. one is it you don't really Didn't want like to that. mince a prawn think my, about mincing a prawn oh feels wrong doesn't it and um my yeah. so my other thing was was a sort of a question but it's a loaded question um because I, I know that I probably come across as being super fussy on this because I probably am but okay so so here's my loaded question how do you feel about mixing savory with sweet um, it depends. Are you referring to the fact that he had sort of like star anise and stuff in his, in his thing? Star so got, anise, I'm so fine. itchy because I've got my oody on because it's that time of the year again. <laughs> oh, it's actually she too itchy. Yeah, I might have to take it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was more um, about... Yeah, what were you, what was the mixing that, that concerned you? Okay, the, the concern again, well, again, it's another chap. It was Josh putting apricot in his. So there was a kind of mixture of yeah. like really, really super sweet and... Um, other people were using things like cranberry, I think, and you know, just a jammy oh, type I think thing. Pork. I think pork lends itself quite well to that stuff, though, right? I mean, apple and pork is a classic combo. It um, is, and I, th- I think maybe I draw the line at. Oh, I don't know where I draw the line because <laughs> apple and pork, I would wholeheartedly accept. Yeah. But even with even with Linda McCartney's, like the other day I made a, a, an apple, I, I don't know why I'm showing mm. off on the podcast like this, but I made a sauce and it was like a creamy mm. sauce where I used cider and um, fennel and Ooh. a shallot and some garlic and then cream and it was fucking delicious. And I used that <laughs> with like, it was, I can't remember what we had, it was like sausage and some starchy potato-y thing and it was really good I feel like I do enjoy the combination of a of a sweet fruity mm. thing but oh, apricots probably a bit far cranberry seems acceptable because you'd have that on your Christmas dinner or would you not you wouldn't have you wouldn't go cranberry sauce with your turkey do you know what I wouldn't um 
Dave definitely no. would. I wouldn't. No, I, <clears throat> I, I would. I've drawn, I draw the line much, much lower down than you. That I, I can't bear. I don't mm-hmm. even put apple. I wouldn't even have apple with pork. That I, I find the squidging together of sweet and savory, even down to sweet chili crisps. I, I, I think those are, are, are bad. <laughs> But <laughs> I actually also am not a big fan of sweet chili crisps and sweet and salty popcorn that can fuck off. Yeah, I mean, why would you? I don't. I don't get it. I think, uh, and this is this is one of my things that I'm going to have to raise the next time that I meet up with Nigel Slater, which never happens. But you never know. Back oh yeah, in the day, your train, your train buddy, your national rail yeah. pal. <laughs> oh no, that was that was Hugh Fernley. Oh, sorry, that was Hugh Fernie Whittingstall, wasn't it? God, you've just met so many famous people. It's so difficult to remember. Never actually met Nigel. Would love to meet Nigel. Seems like a really, really nice guy. But like (laughs) 30 years ago, um, all of his recipes were full of... um, full of fat and wine and they were very French inspired. Absolutely gorgeous. I loved them all. It was all kind of copo-van and blah, blah, blah. Lovely. And then he had a kind of... A thing where he sort of entirely switched and all of his recipes for the past 15 years, and I know that anyone that reads his recipes in The Guardian will agree with me, are all sweet and savoury. Every He can't stop doing it. Mm-hmm. He's always doing it. He's always putting a plum in something or he's, you know, he's kind of, it's like, um, it'd be like a perfectly nice kind of chicken salad or something and he'll chuck something awful in it like grapes or it will do you know just like that where you just sort of go oh, oh yeah it would have been nice if you hadn't done that if you hadn't done that, that. oh esther you really oh. are not a fan see i chuck I pomegranate it. seeds in my salads oh you're and so I exotic them on top of i know <laughs> I would ch- <laughs> I would chuck them on top of quite a lot of things. Like oh. if you if you roast a if you roast a cauliflower or something, chuck a nice mm-hmm. sort of have it with a bit of yogurt and some pomegranate seeds. Oh. oh. I mean, I think I've probably actually done that too. Because there's something kind of Middle Eastern That's about a bit that. of a classic. It's it's a bit ottolengi, yeah. isn't it? To chuck a it's a, it chuck it's a, a bit cauliflower in the oven. Did I ever tell you that Dave but thought that Otto was grapes his first... in, in salads? Oh, grapes and salads. Yeah, grapes and salads are not great. I just, I think it's... Yeah. I, Sorry, I, Doug. I, I like it. It revolutionised me. He, he loves a grape in a salad. Yeah. Oh, no. no Sorry, what like were you going to say about Dave, though? I um, uh, uh, Everyone on our street <laughs> is using the internet this morning, so apologies if we're oh. talking over each other. <laughs> I was just going to say that Dave used to think that Otto Lenghi was both his first and second name, that he was Otto Lenghi. Oh, Otto Lenghi. Oh. <laughs> no, instead he's just Otto Lenghi, like Beyonce yeah. or Madonna. And Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just Otto Lenghi. He does have a first name, doesn't he? Yeah. I forgot what it is. But it's not going to be like Peter, is it? It's got to be cool to go with Ottolenghi. I can't remember what it is, though. I can't remember what it is, either. (laughs) Um, Uh, I wanted to comment about Dan's slight... uh, I don't know whether you noticed this line, but there was a point where he referred to Paul (laughs) as... uh, And he went, I'm like his son, aren't I? And the desperation (sighs) with which he wanted somebody to go... 100% 100% Dan you're exactly like Paul's son <laughs> that made me laugh a lot but everyone sort of stood around just going mm, no really not not really uh, no. another shout out for a hilarious yeah. moment during this segment is Alison doing the conga with the British Sign Language man <laughs> 
loved it. <laughs> He's coming into his own, loved it isn't so he? so much. He's <laughs> yeah. really coming into his own. I really do feel like I need to know his his name. I might quickly look it up. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he sounds like he is a good laugh, and he's been he's been lovely and supportive all the way through. And clearly, doesn't mind being grappled by Alison. Um, yeah, he's, I, he's clearly. Oh, Esther, you're not going to like this. I searched BSL guy Bake Off. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, he's called Daryl. Daryl. Uh, oh. So shout out to Daryl. But originally, it it or it autocorrected it to Bald Guy Bake Off, and a picture of Matt Lucas appeared. <laughs> Some people are really searching who is the bald guy on Bake Off. <laughs> I, I also had a shout out about something that Dan said as well. Um, he oh, yeah. said, and this is me being really snobby about words and things, but he said, Oh, do he it. Wanted to make, he wanted to make his sausage rolls as equal as humanely possible. <laughs> as oh, he did he? Killing them. Yeah. Didn't want to be cruel to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I know he's going to really... have to slice them, but he's going to do oh, yeah. it humanely. Humanely. Yeah. Um, what I really noticed at the end of this round was that division again that we saw last week between the boys and the girls, that all of the boys were massively confident and all of the girls were really worried. So it was just a bit like, I felt like I do go on in my, in my thoughts about this episode. I will save it to a bit later, but I do feel like there was some, um, there was a bit, I, I, I really felt for the first time in a while, like things were unfair in this episode, unfairly weighted towards the boys. Uh, I thought it was unfair, should we say. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was unfair and I thought that there was some riggery, some bias, and some cheating all all around. Goodness. Massive accusations. I I do have some some thoughts about this. Oh. Uh, But while we're still um, on the signature, I mean, I suppose this sort of spans the entire episode, but I wanted to hear Mm. your thoughts about Prue's necklace. Was it the white weird thing? Was it that kind yeah, of like... it looked like she was raising awareness for plastic ocean <laughs> plastic in the oceans or something. Yeah, it looked like it was it was a cut up one of those beer uh, things where you're supposed to slice them up so that the dolphins don't get their noses stuck in them or whatever. <laughs> she always wears necklaces that look torturous. Do you remember the one? Was it two years ago or something? She wore one that that that, that Twitter went me- X. Sorry, went mental for. Oh no! Twitter don't then. don't don't even um, give him the satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that Twitter, right? Um, it yeah. went mental for what she had around her neck because most people were saying that it actually belonged up a bum, that it was basically <laughs> some kind of butt plug necklace. She... <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay, I might have to look that up after this episode. So, <laughs> Yeah, she does love a fancy necklace, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. She's not afraid to make a statement. And a lot of the she time it pays off in this episode... I wasn't a hundred percent. It it did look like she was a member of Extinction Rebellion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Prue. Oh. Um, so what that's can we about, said about me the... on the signature? What did you think about? What did you, did you think? It's about, about it's about me. I d- I didn't have thoughts on the necklace. Um, but Matty got his handshake. At the end oh, of, that. of course, of course. How can mm. we forget to mention? And I think Matty, how do you feel about this, Esther? As a, as a, as not a lover of of fruit, you were a skeptic about the inclusion of apple, but I do think that 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 contributed to the moistness and overall success. 
So <laughs> you said moistness. Yeah, I think he. I have to say, of all of them, his are the one. And I was I was being a bit snotty about those too because it was like he's basically he's, he's made a basic sausage roll, but did look like I would I would have smashed it knocked those. Paul's socks off didn't it exactly yeah. and yeah that was didn't even pause did he I think yeah. no he was just gagging for a like a Greg sausage roll at this point like and Matty delivered <laughs> yeah actually he delivered more like a, a a butcher something you might get from the butchers oh yeah oh it was it was like good it was, it was artisanal yes yeah yeah. It was, it was, yeah or maybe from a yeah. craft a, a Saturday morning market in a small town. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looked. It looked great. Yeah. So he, but did, Josh I think he deserved... did okay. Josh yeah. did all right, didn't he? Um, yeah. Tasha, I can't remember actually how Tasha did. I think she did okay. I did ticks and crosses, right? So um, Tasha oh, was a flavour okay. tick. Got... He, well, it was, it's a mixture because she got a flavour tick, but a bake was too soggy. So that was a. Oh, uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They said her flavours were exceptional. Dan was a flavour cross, but a bake tick. Josh was yep. a flavour tick, a taste tick, but a bake cross. <laughs> yeah, his Christy, ba- he had a lot of gaps, didn't he? That's was a gappy right. Christy roll. was a, a flavour tick and a bake cross, and Matty was a handshake. So they were, it, was, it was a mixed bag. No one really stood out apart from Matty's. Um, although I think they yeah. really didn't like, they didn't, the prawn pork... They weren't Melange. big on it. No, and I'm, I they agree. big on it. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Hideous. Sorry, Dan. Hideous. <laughs> Esther called it correctly on that one. Um, it, yeah. It didn't <laughs> seem like it went down very well. He loves Not nice. something Not experimental, nice. and I love Dan for that. But this week, as we go on to see, I feel like it just mm-hmm. didn't really work for him, did it? It didn't pay off in the way yeah. that he hoped. No. Grimbles. Um, Grimbles. Okay, well, should we move on to on to technical? Because I think technical might take Let's up a bit more te- space. <laughs> I'm so excited about this technical. I cannot express. Let's have the bloody jingle. Let's get technical. Technical it's time. time for the technical. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's the technical, Holly? <laughs> oh, the technical was chocolate caterpillar cakes. And first of all, yes, just my one of my favorite things in the world. Though I will yep. take slight issue straight away with the fact mm. that they covered theirs in a ganache thing. I like it when it's just solid milk chocolate and you like bite into it and it's hard and crunchy. Yes. Yeah, I like That's that too. That's better for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not sure I would want like a sort of slightly Soft. sickly ganache all over the top of it. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, but I was so excited about this before. The, uh, the first thing that I wanted to ask you, uh, and I am—I um, do fear that we've talked about this on the podcast before somehow. Ooh. Maybe we, maybe we haven't. I have—I had deja vu when I was when I was looking this up. But yeah. I want you because they very cleverly, of course, did not name um, the the brand, the, yeah. the particular caterpillar. I wanted to yeah. see whether you can name them. <laughs> <laughs> name all of them <laughs> have you well i've got the I, I will prompt you don't worry you don't have to do it off the cuff oh yeah because I, I, I think i did to, something... you to tell me where they're from which super, which british supermarket chain they originate from <laughs> okay go on then tell me <laughs> okay where it is actually is it funnier and better to do it mm. i tell you the supermarket you guess the name of the caterpillar or is it funnier to say you are going to have to say the name. name of the caterpillar and I guess the supermarket. Go okay. on, go on. <laughs> okay. 
So start easy. Where does? <laughs> okay, I'll start easy. I'll I'll say. Yeah. Uh, where does Colin come from? Marx's. Yes. Colin comes from M&S. Classic. Uh, mm-hmm. Cecil. How about Cecil the caterpillar? Oh. Sainsbury's. This is another. Uh, no, but we're around the same sort of classiness. <laughs> um, I know it's not Morrison's. Um, Tesco? Uh, no, it's a bit classier oh. than that. Yeah, I don't know then. It's Waitrose. Oh, is it? Cecil is Waitrose as oh, Caterpillar. That is classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably the next most popular Caterpillar, I would say, one of the only ones that I've really heard of, uh, is Curly. Who's where's Curly coming from? Where are you buying a Curly? Oh, I mean Aldi. No, this is really hard, Aldi. isn't it? It is sorry. hard. That's okay. <laughs> Just tell me who is it. Put me out of my pain. <laughs> Tesco. He's from Tesco. Ah. The other one, um, well, the famous one that rocked the boat. Where was Cuthbert from? <gasps> oh, now that was Tesco, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that was Aldi. We've oh, already had Tesco. Okay. Sorry. That was Curly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Aldi. Uh, now we're venturing that was the big one. into the more. We've got Clyde coming from Asda. Uh, mm. Very similar sounding Clive from One Stop. Oh. What's One Stop? Oh, it just. Is that like an offie? It's like a corner shop. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, we've similarly then we got Chris from Poundland, Curious <laughs> Caterpillar Cake from Co-op. They haven't even bothered to christen him. Oh, shame. Um, and we've got Cuthbert, obviously. Uh, then on to the last two that I am going to make you guess because these two are not C names. They've broken away from the onomatopoeia of Go. Uh, of yeah. caterpillars. Uh, Morris, where's he from? <gasps> I know, yeah, he's Mozers. He's from Morrison. He's from Mozers. Morris. Morris, the Morrison's <laughs> caterpillar. And what about Wiggles? Oh, we've done all of those, haven't we? So uh, he's, if we've he's, done... he's one that we mentioned, but but we didn't. You didn't get it correct. Uh, you have mentioned oh, this brand. Oh, have I? Oh, have I? Oh no, my memory is for shit. I think you have. I, did I? Asda. Uh, no, I'm actually not seeing one from that. Oh, no, that was Clyde. Um, oh. This is Sainos's one. Sainos have Wiggles, oh. the caterpillar. They yeah, were Sainsbury's desperate not wiggles. to get into any kind of le- like legal battle, weren't they, I guess, with that one? Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, the gluten-free um, and dairy-free versions, <laughs> if you're looking for, for those, that's Carl from Tesco, Frida from <laughs> Asda, and Eric from Sainsbury's. <laughs> Love that oh. they named them the different things. I love, um, I love them. I love them. I love them I mean, all. I love a mini. Have you got a favourite? I mean, let's be honest. We've all got a favourite. Of, of and all it's of all those, Colin. It's, it's all going to be Colin. Because the chocolate's really thick, It's going to be it? Colin. And, yeah. And, oh, and, so and you can buy the, good. The face. You can buy just the faces. I ate a whole bag of the faces the other day. <laughs> I was just about to say that the faces are the best bit. And I've seen pictures of some of these other ones and some of them are shocking. Like I think there's one of them and it might be like a Poundland version where it's, I think it's sugar paper face. Like it's like that's, Ooh, that's ghostly, shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> not nice. Yeah, um, I think it might be, t- yeah, Tesco's curly. Um, they've got like a sort of, because the joy of Colin's face is that it's white chalk, solid white chalk. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. oh, you could just crunch down on the whole thing. Whereas curly, 
the caterpillar from Tesco has first of all got a slightly cursed face. Second of all, it looks like it's just like fondant, which would be oh. much too. I know that maybe sounds ironic saying that I would eat a whole slab of white chocolate, but fondant, different. A whole fondant face would be too sickly for me. Not nice. Yeah. Not nice. Yeah. Not and the nice. other good thing about Colin, obviously, is the feet. You can eat the feet as well, can't you? Because they're the white the chocolate. The feet are shoes. great. Yeah, <laughs> they bring out different. Love that he wears shoes. He's such a gentleman. I love the different versions too. Like there are the there are the wedding <laughs> Collins. <laughs> Have you seen so, those? There's a bride and a groom yes. Colin. You can get which oh, I personally will Colin be having Connie, at my wedding. Oh yeah. For oh sure. yes. You of course Connie. Uh, there's yeah. they did a they did a coronation Colin for the for <laughs> the coronation earlier this year, and we bought mini coronation Collins. Esther, I remember. From oh, we did. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. We did, yeah. We were really excited about them. I bought one for Doug and you bought one for Ted and Felix. (laughs) Oh, they are just great. So there we go. That was my quiz. Apologies to you all at home. That was probably so dull for you, but I found it hilarious. And loved it. Just this whole fucking bit (laughs) made me laugh. (laughs) Paul's Colin. Let's talk about Paul's Colin. (laughs) <laughs> it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. He doesn't need antenna. He does not need antenna. Who does that? So Haunting. weird. And that was his, one of his, <laughs> what, it was like one of his major criticisms about the others is like, where's their antenna? It's like, because it doesn't exist on any other, what on earth are no, you talking about? No, because none of the others, uh, Paul's got his inspiration from a bug's life rather than from actually looking at a col in the caterpillar cake. Yeah. Just, oh. So bizarre. And it, I don't, don't you think it's really, really peculiar where they've, they've, they've tried so hard to be so close to Colin the caterpillar in some aspects but in other aspects, they've just gone out on a limb. So they desperately want to get those kind of ridges that you get. But, yeah. to, and but then so they, they covered it, it in overcomplicating it. Shiny and then they covered ganache. it in sticky. Yeah. It's like, what? What Colin have you in... ever seen? Every Colin is, is covered in milk chocolate or caterpillar yeah. cake. Yeah. yeah. Does it Does it do make they have you... ridges? I've never seen one with ridges. They do. They, they definitely oh, do. Okay. But this is the thing. It's like, why okay. bother? But does it make you want to go off for the next birthday party and make your own Colin the Caterpillar cake? Uh, not really. I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes me want to make a bowl of that buttercream and eat it straight from the bowl. Um, 
but I'm not sure I could be asked with, well, exactly what tripped Dan up, which was the measuring and rolling of the of the yeah. column. Yeah. I mean, that was, I thought that was quite cheeky, the way that they made them do that. I can imagine that that would have been quite a difficult instruction to follow. However, yeah. let's discuss Dan's reaction to this and what he did next. <laughs> Why, what on earth? He just cut it up and made a tiny little Colin and it looked really <laughs> sad and... It was so odd. Why it was, was a that? really I mean, shit I mean, I color. Guess when you're under pressure, he just thought, yeah. oh, "I'll just cut half of the cake off," and I would have mm-hmm. just rolled up what I had and been like, "It doesn't have ridges, and it tastes exactly the same." Funnily enough, who cares? I yeah, and I think we need to revisit this incident when we get to the end of this, and and have a have a have a chat about dan's tiny little caterpillar cake oh god <clears throat> yeah it was yes. shite it was shite. it was what shite. did you think of all the I... what did you think of all the faces <laughs> okay i've got some notes on the faces here um i laughed so much first of all when they they showed <laughs> it was like a jump scare <laughs> they, were like, they were like uh talking about the caterpillars or whatever and then they just showed dan's one and went he's a beauty <laughs> that gave me a jump an actual jump scare and i laughed out loud it was sh- shocking uh matty's face looked like a beano character yes it did um yeah it was quite good yeah actually. his looked very nasher or dennis or something yeah. Yeah, he had teeth, didn't he? I think. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I thought jo- uh, Dan's was cursed. It looked like <laughs> simultaneously Mr. Blobby and also Frida Kahlo. It, it was, was so, so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. I think that's one of the funniest. It had a monobrow, right? And <laughs> and a big red clown nose. <laughs> Tasha's knoll was great. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Good. I loved it. Josh's Josh's looked like him, like a self-portrait <laughs> caterpillar. Um, and uh, Christie's looked like your pumpkin that you did for um, Felix's pumpkin, but that you helped her carve where it was a tiny, With tiny, a tiny, tiny face. face on it. Yeah, yeah. Those are my thoughts on the faces. Good, good thoughts, good thoughts. So do, do you agree with uh, with the judges' decisions? To be honest, I can't remember what they were. Um, ca- oh, Tasha <laughs> won, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Tasha won. <laughs> I agreed with that. Christy came second. Hers must have been delicious because it looked like a dog's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but again, let's revisit that at the end of this, shall we? So yeah, Christy's was second. Yes, and, and Dan's second. shit show was last. Yeah, which is so, valid. I think we all knew. Yeah. I mean, uh, what the hell was Dan doing? The time I knew he was in trouble... <laughs> The moment I knew he was in trouble was when he uh, he took his bake out of the oven. He flipped mm. it quite violently onto a cooling <laughs> thing. Didn't take the... Tr- well, maybe he did, but we didn't see him take the, the baking tray actually off the sponge. It looked like something uh. had gone horribly wrong from the start when he'd done that. But he just went, hopefully it'll be all right. And didn't check. <laughs> and I was like, not usually what I do, Dan, if I'm hoping something's going to be all right. Just throw it violently down and don't look at it. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be all right. <laughs> I think I think that chap's cards are marked, don't you? <laughs> I think they are. But, uh, and it's sad mm. because he had been, aside from his bread week blip, he had been doing very well. But yeah, he did 
two fuck ups from Dan so far, really, in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Not Shall we great. move on? Should we, I know you don't want to leave the caterpillars behind, but should we move no, on? No, I love the caterpillars so much. Unless you've got anything <laughs> else to say about them. No, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, let's do the showstopper. Showstopper. Beautifully done. Thanks, Dave. Um, Thanks, Dave. Right, okay. Um, so this was... This was the anything but beige buffet. Right, okay. Yeah, because it took me a little while. I was trying to figure out, and I wasn't listening closely enough. I think I was probably just looking on the internet for I re- pictures of Colin and Caterpillars. To... And... <laughs> yes, I was. Li- this was when I was looking at the supermarkets they were from. But I, uh, I did have to rewind because I was like, what the bloody hell is going on in this tent here on this day? Because I didn't pay yeah. any attention to the task. I was like, Tasha's <laughs> making pigs. <laughs> yeah. uh, at one point Dan just went I'm just going to check on my dragon eggs and I was like I need to rewind and check what this task was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes thematically it was mixed wasn't it um, yeah but here we go so this was this was massive and they gave them four and a half hours for this yeah so they had loads and loads of time to do it um, so I mean but it still seemed quite tricky didn't it we still had quite a lot of stuff going down to the wire Dan, oh my god yeah I, I mean, Dan, for some reason, chose to do six, even though... Yeah. It's really tricky because if you... Let's put ourselves in the mindset of Dan. He's done not very well at all in his sausage rolls. I mean, he's done he's no. done okay in terms of the, the bake, but flavour-wise, it's not gone well for him. He's done not appallingly brilliant. in the technical. He's not yeah. been able... He's made a little flaccid <laughs> caterpillar that uh, no one's pleased with. And it's got the most cursed face of anything of all time that literally made me jump out of my skin when they <laughs> cut to it. Um, yeah. He's going into day two of the, of the filming of this episode and he's thinking strategically, I've got two options here. I can either stick to my guns and do something really, be sensible, but see if I can do it really mm. well or just try and pull it out the bag and see if I can smash it out the park. And he obviously decided to go for the riskier option of let's do something that will really show them that I deserve to stay in this competition. I think if I were him, I personally would have backed the horse of let's perfect my four bakes and do it really well so it's watertight and they've yeah. got no argument that it's not good. Yeah, and like, and the result of his efforts, I think, looked a bit shit, don't you? Yeah, like, right. This is where... I'm going to call I'm going to call mm. misogyny and patriarchal bullshit on this. Do it. Because Do it. I felt like ta- I know that it's it's difficult as we've discussed before. We don't have smell or taste division. So it is mm. hard to actually know what the judges are fully experiencing, but but looking at it all, I mm. thought that Christy and Tasha's looked really good and I thought and jo- I mean Josh's was a, sl- a huge sleigh, a Christmas sleigh, if you will. Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, but Matty and Dan's looked fucking shite. And they were like, yeah. oh, well done, boys. That's really good. We're really impressed with you. You've done really good colouring in today. And the girls <laughs> who did a really good job were like, yeah. they were like, oh, well, not exactly a, an A star at A level in fine art, is it? And I was like, this is bullshit. It was bullshit because I think like Tasha's pig buns were amazing. They're one of the best things I've ever seen. They in my were life. so cool. Yeah. 
I know. <laughs> they were just, they were lovely. And what Matty was doing was producing a series of... They had character. Matty was just a series of balls. And it was some a series of, them, of balls. Yeah, and some of them, like he had, the, the, they were like the little pies that were supposed to be cricket balls or something. And they were pie-shaped, not ball-shaped. Yeah. It was like, no, fuck off. And Dan's looked Even like Even he right was mess. like, they don't look like cricket balls. Dan's they don't. looked like... A, what were the grey splodges? I don't think they even acknowledged them. Not a clue. I think the eggs, I think the dragon eggs were like the one oh, they were good. Part. But but obviously he made that with a mould. And like the the, the the kind of the the um the feet, the kind of dinosaur feet or what they were, they they look shit. It was like well, you've used a cutter for them shit. anyway. So you can't you can't be kind of upheld as being a master baker for using a cutter on something. I mean my, I know. And my kids dry, can do that. And they were like they were like oh wow I mean it's a real shame they're dry because they are the most uh, anatomically correct and beautifully designed dinosaur feet I've ever seen in my life and it's like am I on the same planet as Paul and Prue right now yeah it feels to me because Tasha's Tasha's pigs were amazing but the rest of it was a bit rubbish Christie's stuff looked a bit ropey Looked as it looked a little bit nice. which is a shame because that was mm. the whole point of the task. But I thought the they they really hammed up going, oh, it looks shit, it looks shit, it looks shit. Mm. And then they brought out Matty's cricket balls next. And I was like, come on. And they oh, were like, wow, yeah. Matty, those are um, incredible. I love them. <laughs> Sorry. It made me annoyed this week. And it's no, no shade to Dan or Matty who both did like, you know, I mean, Matty, a a star job but yeah i did feel like there was maybe a little bit of a expectation uh, on christy and tasha that wasn't mm. put on um matty and dan that i thought could only point to a slight gender thing i think it was bonkers it was just, there was definitely a, a gaping chasm between how they were kind of judged there it was really bizarre because like it felt to me as if like josh was head and shoulders above the competition in the showstopper right his stuff was just Mm -hmm. it was like going from like one mess to another mess to another mess or whatever and then josh's stuff just looked fucking ridiculous and came out of patisserie it was amazing um but it felt like the four remaining messes should have been clumped in together rather than there being those kind of two levels and yeah it was really really weird really strange Really so strange. I I, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't big on it. The only one that I think I would have wanted to eat would have been Josh's. I loved Josh this week. I loved the fact that he turned up in that big camp Christmas jumper, and I loved yeah. that he decided it's Christmas week. I don't care what you guys have to say about it. And that he owns a pair of elf socks that he was considering wearing and then decided not to at the last minute. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Just so sweet. So, I thought that yeah. his snow... Oh, I have to um, say he made snowman yeah. macarons. And did you acknowledge yes. the way that Prue said snowman? No. How did she say oh, it? She went, well, I absolutely adore your little snowman. <laughs> snowman. Like, oh. <laughs> like fireman or, uh, I don't know, congressman. <laughs> snowman. Snowman. <laughs> Oh, she's so posh. Snowman. She's so posh. Um, <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I thought that there was Josh. Oh, yeah, okay. Let me ask you the, the, the big cue here. Go on then. Who do you think? So Matty wins Starbaker. Yeah. 
Correct? Incorrect. What are your thoughts? I think it was it was between him and Josh and I was I thought it should have been Josh if they were gonna I I thought there was Josh erasure this week serious Josh erasure yeah and I think considering who went Mm. I think that Josh should have been star baker because if that's what they're judging it on it should have been Josh do you know what I mean I know exactly the riggery that I'm talking about here it was just they they're not sticking to their same judging tactics. No, I feel they're like they not. Decided, they've decided who's good. That's what's annoying. Yeah. They've decided who's good. And yeah. so I who feel went? like Dan who has went? had So Christy goes. Dan yeah. has an incredibly lucky escape, which feels very unfair considering Christy yes. hasn't had a lucky escape yet. And Dan no. has had two. Yeah. I think that was bonkers. Like, I th- I think if they were judging just on the showstopper, because Christy did well on her sausage rolls and she did a decent, she was second in the technical and her showstopper yep. was a bit messy and they chucked her out. Whereas it was nuts. Josh was, how did he do? Middling. No, Josh did amazing. Middling. Oh, no, on Signature. Oh, did he? Okay, I thought you were going he was, to he was, him to Dan. No, no, no. no. Josh was Josh was middling on signature. He was middling on technical, and then amazing, and then, and then amazing on so, showstopper. So Dan, yeah. So and so he gets he gets Star Baker because he was amazing on showstopper, but not brilliant on no, the other two. No, he didn't two. get Star. He didn't get Star Baker, Esther. I'm oh. sorry. Your notes. Sorry, your notes. Are can, yeah. Can, no. Yeah. What I mean is, is that Josh should have been Star Baker because if they judged Christie purely based on a showstopper which they clearly did then it should have been josh's yeah. star baker right shouldn't have been yes it, sh- it should have been completely agreed and dan did um as soon as he said as soon as he didn't go i'm definitely going home mm. i was like well he's not going home then because the edit the, the editing is <laughs> is quite uh obvious now but yeah, yeah. he was like um I, I he did very middle of the road if and I think kind of, I know it's a baking show, but I think the flavours is kind of the kiss of death, isn't it? Mm. Like if you fuck your flavours up then. So he did poorly flavour-wise in that first challenge. I mean, yeah. awfully <laughs> in the technical. Awfully yeah. in the technical. Though I can't actually remember what his bake tasted like. Maybe it was all right. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe he, came it looked, he came last. He came last. He came last and it looked shocking. And I think that if you have children in the room or you're of a sensitive disposition, then you should look away from your television screens (laughs) when they show the face of that caterpillar. Um, (laughs) And And his showstopper. His showstopper was meh, meh, was what I thought about it. Like, wasn't one of his things, like one one of his bakes, one of his six bakes was just a plain biscuit. It was like a lemon shortbread or something. It's like, mate, I like, could do that. Oh, delicious, <laughs> oh, Dan. <lemony>. Yeah. <laughs> God. There was nothing on it. It was just a biscuit. Fuck's sake. Yeah, and it was beige. It was the definition it was beige. of beige. It was beige. In that it beige. was beige in colour and also beige in vibe. Yeah. yeah. In fact, was his so, really that colourful? I don't, I mean, apart from the green feet, no, but they were really poorly painted. No, like brown and grey. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Whereas Christy, at least she she kind of failed to inject the amount of colour that she wanted to, but she did mm. get the memo that she tried to do hers like Willy Wonka themed. And she, whereas I feel like Dan, what was he even doing to start with? Dinosaurs, famously, <laughs> di- eggs and feet are very colourful and not beige. <laughs> so Odd. the wrong person, but the wrong person left the tent. Is that what you think? I think the wrong person left the tent and I feel bad mm. for Dan because I like Dan and we've been backing Dan from the beginning. But this is the name of the game. If you if it's it's generally not judged on a hugely like arc basis. Like there are people that are brilliant, like Abby, who had mm-hmm. who was doing really well and then she had a shit week and then she was off. Like yeah. uh Nikki, she was doing pretty well and then like had an off week, packed her bags. Like mm-hmm. I felt I felt like it was unfair to Christy because I feel like it, that's the second time now with Dan because he did badly on the bread week too. Yeah. Where they've been like, oh, it's just an anomaly. Oh, let's keep him in because he's obviously really good. And I feel like that's a bit unfair. They're all good. That's why they're all there. They're all I really it was good. Unfair. And Christy's definitely been one of those sort of slightly, you know, we always thought of her as being a slight kind of dark horse, didn't we? Like her and Matty between them kept on sort of coming out of nowhere and producing something amazing. So yeah, I, yeah I'm I'm gutted to not be able to see what she would do next, actually, because I think I know, she would have I done think something incredible. I think she's the most visually, inter- I mean, Josh is incredibly neat and really, really good at um, mm. uh, like delivering exciting looking stuff. But I will miss Christy because I feel like she was the best at that. Like her her meringue bomb or whatever from last week last week that was amazing she just made stuff that looked really cool and i I will be gutted from a visual perspective whatever they tasted like to not see them anymore do any of the bakers make their own things at home like on instagram because on drag race for example if obviously some of them have spent hundreds of thousands of pounds on everything they're going to wear um for the for the season and so if they get sent home in the first couple of weeks they will usually do an instagram post every week with where they've got some gorgeous pics of them in the outfit they were going to wear for the themed runway yeah do any of the bakers go here's my meringue bomb that i never got a chance to to make in the tent yeah well they do um the thing is i don't follow them all and i don't follow all the kind of ones that have now have left in this series what well, i i follow a, a smattering of bake-off contestants over the past sort of 15 years so i can tell you yeah. theory, like hands down they definitely do but not necessarily i don't know if they're doing it like you know this season people i don't know if they're doing it but past season ones they're they're all Janish did it last own. year maybe didn't he yeah, I'm I'm sure they've all, I don't have my phone with me, but they all yeah, like and I, I follow okay. sort of various more of the fun ones. And Raul occasionally Let's, does his own. Oh, Raul so. is so sweet. <laughs> I, I follow Ruby actually from a couple Do of years you? ago because Ruby yeah, she's great because she does like uh interesting bake series. So she's doing one at the moment where she's making um the most popular cakes in the world and then she does like a sort of deep dive into water baklava where it originates from and how you make it and all of that it's really cool oh that's uh, nice. rowan yeah, i've oh yeah has made his bakes oh no actually Aww. that's not true he's just made some brownies to watch the episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i follow i follow like candace candace brown i think her name is she's oh, yeah. brilliant she was a winner and, wasn't she yeah yeah she was and kim joy is 
is oh, joyful. Kim Joy. Kim Joy. Kim Joy's joyful and she just used to make the most amazing looking things. Is she still making sort of little tiny squirrels? Could you imagine yeah. what she would have done with that caterpillar? Can you imagine how amazing that, that would have been? That would have been looked? right up her street. There would have been lots yeah. of woodland creatures surrounding it. Little oh, fondant woodland amazing. creatures. <laughs> oh, Kim Joy. So next <sighs> week, what where what are we up to next week? It's patisserie. Patisserie next week. It is indeed. So um that that's gonna be half complex. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's going to be lots of layers. It's going to be phyllo all over the shop, isn't it? And yes, um, I saw the hint yeah. of a meal foy in the yes. in the coming up next time thing, which looked quite tough. It's all that um, stuff you see in kind of French cafe windows, which you're sort of thinking, is that plastic or is that real? And is that actually going yeah. to be nice? And can I just have a rock bun instead? Because it all looks a bit complicated. They say to it's eat. one of the the the, t- the people who make those are the best chefs in the world. Isn't being a patisserie chef very highly regarded as being one of the most difficult uh, sort of avenues you can go down with with um, culinary stuff? I'm sure it is. It looks it looks like you it, you do have to be a massive chemist, like you know, and and you need to kind yeah. of know your tempering and your. You know, it's all gold yeah. leaf all over the shop and stuff like that, isn't it? It's, it's gold leaf. You've got to be, mm. you've got to have a, a great sense of flavours. You've got to be creative. You've got to be artistic. You've got to be neat. You've got to be accurate. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm listing all of my um, <laughs> qualities that I lack, really. <laughs> You're the anti-patisserie chef. <laughs> I'm the anti-patisserie chef. I'm chuck it in the, bung it in the oven. Bring it in the bloody oven and give me a recipe to follow. Come and ask to think of stuff. That's that's my cooking. 